Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Homemade Ops. Today we're going to talk about a very exciting topic, which is IRAs. Many of you have probably heard of that, but we're going to break it down and make it easier for you. So join us, and we hope you like the episode. All right, everybody. We have had a long week, and we are excited to talk about IRAs in this episode. But boy, it's been a week for us. So Kimberly has hit a major milestone. It was yesterday. In my so life. we got Miss Pregnant Mama over here, and she was painting. I was. I mean, I'm past halfway now, and I'm getting tired. And I, I have to tell myself to slow down because all of a sudden I'm doing normal things like standing up. And I'm like, wow, that's a lot harder than it should. <laughs> no, but all weekend, we told you, we bought all the Ikea furniture and we pounded from, you know, 7.30 a.m. until 11 p.m. on Saturday. We were just working, working, and on Monday, too. So Monday, I said, I'm tired of waiting. I'm tired of having all these boxes everywhere. I'm done. So I spent the evening, I set up a bunch of furniture, and Todd was actually working on editing our episode. And so I said, forget it. I'm going to paint the nursery. And I've never painted, real. I've helped paint, but never done the whole thing where I have to tape everything off, do it all by myself. And uh, it turned out exciting. It was really a good learning experience for me. And I think it turned out good. It turned out great. But, yeah. I thought you did a really good yeah. job. And then I came up and helped out afterwards, but you got the bulk of it done. Yeah. It was good learning. I never thought I could be, a, not a super handy person. So <laughs> never thought I could do that. It's Everyone, a good milestone. Anyone can be handy. You can learn anything. <laughs> <laughs> like painting a nursery. I was just at the end of my rope. <laughs> so I had to get it done. So for couple couple deals for you, we actually just have a preview of a couple couple deals because Friday the whole episode are is full of deals. We have my sister Allie Matheson coming on, our deal darling, as we've advertised. She's fantastic, and she did a whole full episode all about different ways you can save money buying things and different apps, different softwares that you can use, and tips and tricks on how to save money for the things you're already buying, how to give them a better price, how to find deals and not waste your time with all the ads and all the different um, deals and, and uh, advertising out there. So here's a quick little sample of what we discussed on Friday. And know that everything is non-sponsored in this one, just some normal tips and tricks that anyone can get started immediately. It's never anything that I've really sought out. It's just something I've been passionate about on the side. I don't know, being an accountant, I always have been frugal. I've always had this motto that you can almost always find it cheaper somewhere else with anything you're buying. And I say cheap, but I think there's a difference between being cheap and being frugal. And what I try to do is be frugal. And I think cheap, being cheap, you use price as a bottom line, whereas being frugal, you use the value as the bottom line. A lot of really good content. So be sure to check that out and that hits Friday. All right, now time for news for you. News that is relevant for the everyday normal family regarding finances and other homemade operations. Well, with the CARES Act, so the CARES Act was just passed not long ago, a couple months ago because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So this is temporary. These changes are temporary. They're not gonna be permanent. They maybe can turn permanent in the future, but this one in particular is more of a temporary uh, waiver. 
So the CARES Act provides a temporary waiver of RMDs, that is required minimum distributions. We'll talk about that, what those are in a minute, for 2020. If you would have had an RMD obligation for 2020, you do not have to take your RMD for 2020 if you don't want to. Now you can, but you don't have to. So what is an RMD? Well, RMDs are related to traditional uh, IRAs. It's what's called a required minimum distribution. So when you're using a retirement account like a traditional IRA, well, then you have, when you reach a certain age, you are required to start pulling money out of that traditional IRA. And that's what is known as a, a RMD, a required minimum distribution. So basically for this year, the CARES Act is wiping that. So that way you don't have to take them out if you don't want to. And more than likely those will commence again in 21. So 2021, unless for some reason they push it to like 2022 or depending on the fi uh, financial or economic impacts of this COVID-19 pandemic. So that'll help you if you're older and you want to leave that money in your IRA. You're not really needing your retirement funds, but they're forcing you to pull it out. You can leave it in longer, let the investment grow, and that'll help keep maintain your wealth. Now, if you already started pulling money out of an RMD, you do have a little bit of a window. So talk with your tax consultants or advisors to see if you can uh, halt that. I think it might be 60 or 90 days, something like that. So you'll have to double check that. So just talk with a tax consultant and see if you can actually refund those minimum required distributions so you can push that out to the next year once they allow that or once they ease that uh, restriction. Okay, so that sort of introduced our topic today, which is IRAs. Let's start with the basics. What is an IRA? We thought it would be a very good introduction. Since we already had some news from the CARES Act, we're like, you know what? Let's talk about some IRAs. It's kind of one of those things you always hear. You know, an IRA, a traditional IRA, a Roth IRA, like what are all of these? And what does it mean? So IRA stands for Individual Retirement Account. And all it is is a savings account that has special tax rules to help you save for retirement. And it's a retirement account that's not tied to your work. Unlike the 401k, which we'll talk about in another episode, that's a special savings retirement account that's tied to your work. This guy is all on its own. You don't have to get it through your employer. You can go online and sign up for one today. So let's talk about some of these specifics when it comes to these IRAs. What are they for? Because a lot of people have a lot of confusion about what these retirement accounts are. 401ks, 403bs, uh, IRAs, traditional IRAs, Roth IRAs, rollover IRAs. There's a lot of different stuff here that's going on. And if you're not familiar with it, it can get very confusing. So let's go ahead and start with the basics. An individual retirement account or an IRA is a type of retirement account that has tax benefits. And this is basically how, uh, so we talked about in a previous episode, one of the most important points when it comes to saving for retirement is keeping as much of your own money as possible and reducing your tax burden as much as possible. So the reason why we bring this up is because if you are actually investing in different investments, Uncle Sam is going to take a chunk of your earnings. Well, if you put your money into retirement accounts, Uncle Sam is going to say, you know what, because you're saving for retirement, we're going to ease some of your tax. And that's what these retirement accounts are for. They're going to have tax benefits for you so you can keep more of your money, which means your money will be able to grow more when you're actually investing them in certain investments. And that's a lot of money. 
saving on taxes. Imagine you're at work and your employer came to you and said, you know what, I'm sorry, but I have to cut your paycheck by 15%. You'd be like, 15%, are you crazy? That's a ton of money. That's what taxes will take big percentages of your money. We're not talking one to 2%. We're talking quite a bit of money. And that's money that goes straight out of your pocket and does not get to grow. That's money that you never get to see again. And it doesn't go towards something. It just disappears into the wind. So as much of that as you can keep, the better. Exactly. So let's uh, let's go ahead and clear the air a little bit about what an IRA is. Uh, every people, so I used to work for a financial firm dealing with a lot of these, and a lot of people have the wrong interpretation of what an IRA is. A lot of people think an IRA or a 401k or other types of retirement accounts are investments. Well, an IRA is not an investment. Now, it's it's basically like a basket. What it's going to do is you're going to put money into an IRA and then from there, you can choose the investments that the IRA will be invested in. So it's like a basket full of bread. The bread, you know, money, bread, ha ha ha, get it? <laughs> so the, so um, the bread is the actual investment making the money. So mutual funds, stocks, bonds, whatever it may be. Those are the items that are actually appreciating in value or providing you with income. So that, those are the investments. The IRA is just telling Uncle Sam how to tax those earnings on those investments. So when you open up an IRA account at your favorite financial firm, your brokerage firm or whatever it is, then it's going to basically say, you know what? We're going to tax these differently and set up rules differently on the earnings from these investments. So make sure you understand that, okay? So when you say, oh yeah, I'm invested in my IRA, I'm invested in stuff in my IRA. Okay, well, what are you invested in? Uh, my, my IRA. <laughs> That's usually the response I get. So just make sure you know that subtle difference, okay? The IRA is just, it's just telling how to, it's just telling Uncle Sam how to tax those items inside of it. So let's now talk about the differences between the, uh, the two main IRAs here. We got a traditional IRA and also a Roth IRA. Kimberly and I love the Roth IRA. <laughs> you can think about them. They're, they're pretty much opposites of each other in the ways they're taxed. So it's really easy to remember the differences between the two. Now, this can get very complex really fast. So we want to make sure we can simplify this as much as possible. And then in our course that we're developing, we'll go into way more depth on strategy and how these IRAs actually work. Well, let's go ahead and first talk about the difference between a traditional and a Roth IRA. So basically, the main difference between the two is when your money is going to be taxed, okay? When is your money going to be taxed on these particular accounts? So as we already have discussed, remember, the IRA itself is not an investment, but it's just telling how your investments inside of the IRA are going to be taxed. So with a traditional IRA, a traditional IRA is going to be taxed at the end or when you're pulling money out of the IRA. So it's what's known as tax deferred. Deferred meaning it's uh, you're going to be paying taxes later at a later date. So with a traditional IRA, money going into it is going to be tax free or at least not taxed yet. So you know when you pull out your uh, your money from your paycheck, right? In in this section of your paycheck, there'll be some deductions that say pre-tax and then some deductions that say post-tax. Well, the pre-tax can be used for traditional IRAs. So before Uncle Sam takes money from your paycheck 
or before your company does and then sends it to Uncle Sam, you can actually have a portion of that money being sent to a traditional IRA. So there are some benefits to this. The benefit here would be you're not paying taxes today. So you can take more of your money from the get-go, invest that money into your IRA, into different funds inside of the IRA. So bonds, stocks, mutual funds, whatever it may be, ETFs. We'll talk about these other investment types down the road. And then you can have more of that money appreciating in value faster. So for example, if I paid, let's say I'm going to fund a normal brokerage account that has no tax benefits. So I'm just going to put some money into some sort of stock, let's say. Well, the money that I get from my paycheck or from business or whatever it may be, that money has already been taxed. So let's say I earned $100. Well, Uncle Sam then takes, uh, let's say, $25 of that. So I have $75 left. Well, then I take the whole check and I put it into an investment for simple numbers. So I have $75 going into my account. Uh, so now I'm paying it with post-tax dollars. So after-tax dollars. Well, I only have $75 now that I can invest. And so it's going to take me longer to earn money that I, than I would if I had $100 in it. Because t let's say I have investments that uh, are earning 10%, which would be amazing. So if you have investments earning 10%, well, 10% of $75 is $7.5. Versus 10% on $100 is $10. So you get more earnings when you have more money in your account. So that's the idea uh, behind the traditional IRA. The traditional IRA is you get to take your money pre-tax so you have more of it that can be sent over to uh, to your actual IRA and earning money from there. So when does Uncle Sam take taxes on that then? Well, Uncle Sam is going to, or the government, if nobody knows what I mean by Uncle Sam, the government is going to take their money because they still want it. They're still going to get taxes somehow. Well, they're going to do it when you start pulling money out of your traditional IRA. So when you pull money out of your traditional IRA using what's called a distribution after the age of retirement, which is 59 and a half years, that's what the rules of the IRA, you put money in, you can pull money out after 59 and a half years of age. Well, then those distributions will be taxed. So the idea there is, uh, okay, well, hopefully by then you're in a lower tax bracket because you're retiring. So if you're retiring, you don't have income anymore, so your income drops substantially. So that way you're paying taxes on a lower income amount. Because if you're earning, let's say, $300,000, you'll be in a higher tax bracket. If you're earning only fifty dollars or $60,000, your tax bracket will be lower, so you get to keep more of your money. So remember, our tax system is a progressive tax system. That means the more money you make, the higher percentage you're charged in taxes. So on your first portion of your money, you're only paying, say, 15% in taxes or 20% or whatever. There's all these different brackets and they change a little bit every year. The more money you make, not only are you paying more taxes because you made more money, you're paying a higher percentage of taxes. So the idea is hopefully when you retire, it drops you down to a much lower tax bracket so the percent of taxes you're paying on that money you pull out is a lot less. But when you put that money into it, you are in a really high tax bracket. So you that money you saved, say you that we're talking about $1. That $1 that you put in, you would have had to pay a much higher tax percentage than you would when you're in retirement and you're in a much lower tax percentage.
So that's the idea with the traditional IRA. That's how you can save money for retirement. A very good strategy, and it's a tax-deferred account. It can be extremely helpful. So what are some rules, though, with the traditional IRA? Well, with both IRAs, actually, you can only contribute $6,000 as of 2020. So in aggregate. So if you have multiple IRAs, I can only submit a total of $6,000 for all of those accounts. So $6,000 is the max. Now, when it comes to a traditional IRA, uh, there are some limitations like age. You can't, uh, after a certain age, you won't be able to contribute to them anymore. And then when you reach the age of 72, you have to start taking distributions. Those are called required minimum distributions. So the reason why is because the government is saying, hey, we want our money. <laughs> so after you're after 72, the government's going to say, yeah, you need to give us some of that money now. So it's we're going to make it a requirement for you to start pulling some money out so we can tax it. So that's going to be some of the rules with a traditional IRA. So now let's take a look at a Roth IRA. What is a Roth IRA and why would you want to consider this one? Well, Kimberly and I love Roth IRAs. They are awesome. The reason why is because in our opinion, they have better tax benefits. So you definitely want to talk with a tax consultant to see uh, which one's going to be best for you. But let's go ahead and talk about it first for education purposes. Now, a Roth IRA is the opposite of a traditional. So a traditional, you're paying taxes at the end. Well, with a Roth IRA, you're actually paying taxes at the beginning when you put money into the account. So this, or so this Roth IRA will be funded with post-tax dollars, or in other words, after-tax dollars. So let's say you get your check in the mail. Well, and you're looking at your pay stub. You see how much money you have. You have, let's say you earned $100. Well, you're going to have a bunch of money come out of that for taxes and also for benefits and a bunch of other things. So maybe you have $60 left. So that $60 amount is known as after-tax or post-tax dollars. Your IRA, the Roth IRA, is going to be funded with that $60. So that means it's already been taxed, that income. So when you put money into your Roth IRA, guess what? It's You don't have to pay taxes on it again. And what Uncle Sam is going to do is say, okay, because we got our tax from you already, we're going to allow that money to grow tax-free. And also when you pull out distributions, they're not going to take any taxes from it. Woohoo! This sounds pretty good. <laughs> so a Roth IRA is awesome. So the so in this case, a Roth IRA, because it's so good, the government is going to put some more restrictions on it. So if you're making above a certain amount, you won't be able to contribute to a Roth IRA, unfortunately. So this would be more for individuals. If you're filing jointly, uh, the amount is going to be uh, a little over $190,000 between you and your spouse as a family unit. As an individual, it's going to be much lower. So just jump on IR, uh, the irs.gov website to see what those limits are. So what's the, what's the benefit with the Roth? Well, the benefit is going to be the fact that your money grows tax-free and the distributions are tax-free, but you're paying taxes up front. So... When do you want to use one versus the other? Why should you use one versus the other? Well, if you're younger, a Roth IRA would be a very good option. Uh, why would that be? Well, because you have time on your side. 
because remember, you're paying with post or after-tax dollars with a Roth IRA. So you have to make up that difference that you would have had if you put in pre-tax dollars, like a traditional IRA. So let me explain this in a better way. So with a traditional IRA, you can put $100, let's say you earn $100, you can put that $100 immediately into accounts and they can start accumulating interest and start growing right from day one. So you'd have, so if you're earning 10%, $100 earning 10%, that's $10, you can get $10 from that investment. With a Roth IRA, if you only have $75 after tax, so government takes their money after benefits, uh, then you only have $75 from your $100 and you put that into your account. Well, now you're only earning $7.5 if your investment is 10% as well, if you put it into the same investment in your IRA. So when it comes to the Roth, the benefit with the Roth is if you have time on your side, so you can make up that difference over time. So if your account appreciates in value uh, because you put it in, let's say, some mutual fund that's earning quite a bit of money, that's when they're going to be extremely valuable. So when you're younger and you're not making as much money, the Roth IRA is a tremendous pick. You might want to consider the Roth IRA while you have time on your side way before retirement age of 59 and a half years of age. So what happens though with a traditional? So let's say you're older, let's say you're in your uh, late 40s, early 50s, and you haven't contributed to an IRA before, but you're thinking I probably should. Well, you might not want to consider the Roth IRA if you're making, assuming you're making below that threshold, the limit for income. Uh, reason being is because with the, or with the Roth IRA, you you're paying taxes up front. So you have less of your money earning interest, but you don't have time on your side. So you need every single penny that you possibly can get your hands on going towards investments to earn as much money as possible. So a traditional IRA would probably be a better pick for you if you're older and you're thinking about investing into a, uh, investing into a particular retirement account. But if you're younger, the Roth IRA is going to be of major benefit. So let's say you're earning into your Roth IRA and uh, you're, you're young, you're earning into your Roth IRA, but now you start earning more than that limit. Well, at that, part, at that point, you're thinking, oh shoot, crap, I can't contribute to a Roth IRA anymore. Well, at that point, the only option available from the two that you can contribute to is the traditional IRA because that one, again, has no income limit. Traditional IRA has no income limit. Depending, No matter how much you make, you can start putting money into it. Now remember, you still have the limit of $6,000 as of 2020 for both of those. And the reason why is because of the tax benefits. Uncle Sam is like, no, okay, if we're gonna give you these tax benefits, you can't just go and put $1 million into it today and say, haha, it's gonna grow tax-free. So each year they usually increase it just a little bit to keep up with inflation. But as of 2020, you can only contribute up to $6,000 to any IRA in aggregate. So what we mean by that is if you have two IRAs, traditional or Roth, you can only put $6,000 total into both of them, okay? So that's going to be the limit on how much you can contribute to them each year. Now, the other really cool thing about a Roth IRA, because you already paid your taxes on it, Uncle Sam is not going to require a required minimum distribution, an RMD. So remember, the traditional IRA had a RMD, you had to pull money out because Uncle Sam is saying, hey, you had this money in here long enough, we finally want our taxes because you it's tax deferred, you pay taxes at the end. Not with the Roth though. 
with the Roth, you already paid your taxes on it. So you can pull out that money as later. So you can let that money sit for decades, like Kimberly was saying, and then you can start pulling money out of it at a later date. So if you're 72 and you're like, hey, I'm still working or running my business or I have a lot of other money saved up, I don't need that money right now. I'd rather keep it in there, keep it invested and keep it growing. It's really a great option because you can just leave it in there until maybe then you're 85 and you want to pull it out. Another reason that's great too is remember, these are investments. So think if you were 72 when coronavirus hit and the market tanked, you have these required minimum distributions. So all of a sudden you're pulling money out of your investments when the market is very low. They always say you've got to buy low, sell high. You don't want to pull that money out when the market is very low because that means your money and your investment is worthless. So with a Roth IRA, you could say, you know what? We've had a bad year with the economy. I'm going to wait to pull out this money until next year when my money's going to be my money, my investments are worth more. So you can kind of strategize a little bit more rather than being forced to take money out of those accounts when you're not ready. So in review, uh, which accounts, uh, so Roth IRA and traditional IRA. Traditional IRA, you're paying taxes later at the end of when you're pulling money out of the account. But with a Roth IRA, you're paying it up front, but then what you're doing is you're going to be, uh, you're not going to pay any taxes on the growth and also on the distributions when you pull that money out in retirement. So talk with a tax consultant. Uh, these are very, uh, these are great tools that you can use for retirement to save some money on taxes. Talk with a tax consultant and see if any one of these options would be best for you. In our course coming out in the next few months, we're going to talk more about strategy and a few other things related to these IRAs, but at least it's good for you to know the basics right now, what they are. The other note that I want to make real fast before we end on this conversation is the, is the idea of how much money an IRA can make. Well, remember, an IRA is an individual retirement account. It's not paid through by your employer or anyone else. This is just with your money. So that means you get to choose the investments inside of the IRA. So if you choose crappy investments that have a lot of fees on them, then it's not going to be very useful to you, right? You got to be careful when you invest that you choose proper investments. So talk with tax consultants, research the investments before you put money into them so you make sure you get as much money as you possibly can out of them. So consider these options. You'll want to hopefully set up an IRA if you can, if you have the funds. It's a great way to start saving money and to save on taxes and prepare for your retirement. Thanks for joining us today on Homemade Ops. Be sure to reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram if you have any comments or questions and any future topics you'd love to hear. Have a great day. The information shared on our show is for educational purposes only and is not intended to be advice. Reach out to a professional for your specific situation.